This is a HeadGum Podcast. There is there is one thing about family that I do want to bring up yeah, for, like a, about, for like a second. So. I know. That's what we should be talking about. We should be talking about you. Just one family experience with Jessica. <laughs> Why aren't we talking about that? What, uh, oh, goodness. One family experience. So I don't know if you know this, but mm-hmm. James is related Jessica. No, Hood. I didn't know that. That's and she Hood references family. family in the film. So. I know, and they go to Ohio. And, and James is Ohio. from Ohio. Oh, I'm from Ohio. That's um, fun. But I, I remember you used to because she used to be at the you know family barbecues and stuff. Yeah, right? she used to be at the family barbecues. Uh, we used to play like you know like all the games that kids play. You know, are like, you cousins? We're cousins. And then are you yes. same age? Uh, no, I'm older than her. Okay. Um, but oh, why was that funny? I don't know. Just the, I'm just reading into it, maybe. <laughs> um, no, yeah, she's a younger cousin. Yeah. Um, but I, but I will say this. I don't just talk about this now instead of talking about it in the thing. So right. I guess I want to just talk about the movie when we get into it. Mm-hmm. But r- she has real family photos in the movie. Oh, she said real. Those are real Aren't family you photos. Are you in there at all? And, no, no, I'm not. No. But the first shot of family of the real family photos is an aunt who passed away. Mm-hmm. And I had a moment where I just went, oh, like yeah. in the middle of the movie. And, uh, and the last time she, Jessica and I had a, had a long conversation, she talked about how that aunt in particular, Marsha is her name, oh. is like one of her biggest comic influences. Oh, cool. wow. And so I thought it was like really nice that and she put... Your aunt- it's she's yeah she, so she's my aunt it's her grandma, um uh and I and I just thought it was really nice that there was just this shot of because you don't we don't recognize it's a it's her as a yeah. baby so we don't recognize her in the picture mm-hmm. so there's just like this nice little nod to her. Did you guys it. ever play uh together like? Like, yes. Did you ever play like I, pretend? I st- oh no I, no no, like, okay. no I don't I don't remember playing played, pretend, like, but I strongly you? remember playing like tag and like mm-hmm. red light green light mm-hmm. and like what uh, red rover mm-hmm. games like that. Like I I have vivid memories of like trying to chase Group her players. or her chasing me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Did you and <laughs> did you know about her like her affinity for drama or no? Um, not until I, after, even though you, I didn't know about it until after. So it. that's kind of so, so weird to me. Yeah, I saw on Facebook that she was doing like mod in LA. Right. It used to be mod night that in was, LA. He <laughs> first saw it on Facebook, and I, yeah, and I was like, oh, that's so crazy. Like I'm just doing it now, and she was like, yeah, I got the first diversity scholarship in LA, and like told right. me this whole story about everything. And then she's like, but also I'm moving to New York soon. That's cool. Yeah. Right. It's almost like a grade school friend. Yeah, like someone used to hang out with when you were little. Oh, definitely. That you oh, yeah. seen in, definitely. It was yeah. definitely like that. Like uh, I just had like a weird fantasy about you guys playing pretend and like playing like superheroes or something, and you're like, <laughs> I don't know, like James is Batman and she's like the incredible Jessica James. I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that, and I'm upset at you. It was really good. Nick. It was a terrible start. The second. show. <laughs> Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. 
Uh, for the record, I'll just say Hollywood City. <laughs> Hollywood City. <laughs> Gerard is not here. <laughs> and then my thing will be, it's the theater. That's my okay, thing. Okay, pretty good, I guess. Yeah, that was my favorite. I loved what she said. All right, Gerard, throw it off our rhythm already. <laughs> not being here. Uh, my name is Jonathan Braylock. Gerard Milligan is not here. And my name is James. Lefler. Can you... Please enunciate. Yeah. We have a What's guest. Yeah, Jirai isn't here. Yeah. Do you want to do the drum roll or should I? I'm definitely not doing It's going to be <laughs> okay, so I'll do perfect. it. No. Jirai always does a drum roll. Nice. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to honor Actually, him. Just do, a be- just do a better drum no, roll. No, I'm going to do it like No, him. do a good one. Okay. That's what Jirai does. <laughs> now, do one. If you... <laughs> That's that was that's beautiful. the symbols were really great. Before that, it sounded, <laughs> it sounded a little like, bit a, like, like a machine, machine gun. gun. Uh, Abby know. Abby Crutchfield is here. Hey everybody! Woo! Thank you for having uh, me. Abby is a hilarious stand-up and currently on True TV's. Uh, you can you do can better. do better. I was almost said. So you think you can do better? <laughs> so you think you can <laughs> so do you better? Think you can do better <laughs> on ABC. Can, no, this is on this is on True TV. Is that is it? Is it our episodes online? You can watch full episodes online if you go to truetv.com and then search for our show. You can do better. Boom. By our show, I mean I host it with Matthew Lakowitz. And yeah, you can just tune in Tuesdays at 10.30 or 9.30 Central if you're in the middle of the United States. Ooh. And it's that time of year. And you still have like and, a TV. Yeah, and, and you still have a cable. A cable. Um, and, and that way you, <laughs> you can watch. You still have a cord. <laughs> well, you're already watching Adam Ruins Everything. That's Keep true. your television on and then watch my show, which comes on right after. Yes. Ooh. James, I liked your drum, though. Oh, thank you. You're like a regular Michael Winslow. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And and that, to me, is since he, you know, I first got to know Michael Winslow through the police academy as a child. Very impressive. No, I thank you. That's what I mean. Thank you. That's a a huge compliment, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. Uh, For those of you listening for the first time, this podcast is a review podcast where we talk about films of leading black actors. And we discuss them in the context of race. That's right. And diversity wow. in Hollywood. Diversity in Hollywood. This is what Gerard would be doing if he was here. <laughs> He's the hype man? James yes. is a stand-in. Great. James is a stand-in. Okay. <laughs> that was... Wow. Then does he laugh at himself afterwards? No, that's actually, me. That's okay. me doing my thing. Does, does he do that too? Okay, good. Does. Well, perfect. Good. Uh, a different laugh, but... Uh, today... <laughs> okay. We are reviewing the film The Incredible Jessica... James. Jessica yes. James. <laughs> I, want, I want to play I along. Like no, yeah, that's it. That's Starring Jessica Williams. Jessica Williams? What? I, it's always weird to me when someone is the star and they're the main person and they go by their first name, but yeah. then not the last name. Right. Like yeah. it's like the yeah. it's like when phone numbers are five five five. It's just some etiquette, I guess, with f- cinema. Yeah. It feels like this film I don't know, I couldn't find any like research behind like the making of this film. I really tried. Oh. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like this film was written with her in mind. Yeah, Clearly, right? right? Or, or, or she did like a lot. Once the, she was cast, she was like, okay, cool. I'm not saying this. I'm saying this. We're going to incorporate how lot, I'm six. Though. You know what I mean? It's yeah, so yeah. much that yeah. I'm like, how could it not? Because it, it feels, I, it feel, I mean, not only like s- small details, like the fact that her name is Jessica and she's from, right. you know, 
Ohio, Ohio. like mm-hmm. a working act. I mean, she's a playwright in the film, but right. still like in the arts in New York, mm-hmm. trying to make it, you know. And then like her personality, I, you know, I know she must have brought that to it, but there's just so much there. But she's not the screenwriter. Right. It's yeah. That's a man named. He has a he has a double J name too, I think. He, if I remember Jim, correctly. Jim something? Joyce? Jim Strauss. Actually. Jim Strauss. Okay, Jim I'm Strauss. wrong about the alliteration. Yeah. So okay. I don't I haven't seen any of this guy's work. I have to Google this guy. I just yeah. want to know if he was black at all. I yeah. looked, he's not. He's not black. Okay. He's not black. Then this movie was originally written for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who was it originally well, written this for? is good. We're definitely going to get into that. Uh, Jim Strauss, he, he just directed four films. This was the, the fourth film that he's directed. He directed a film called People, Places, Things with... Um, Right, I remember. Oh, that you movie, saw that, right? No, Jermaine I didn't. Clement, I, I didn't see it, but I remember. Oh, but that I guess movie. Jessica Williams is in that as well. I didn't know. That's and that must be why. Regina. That must be why I remember. He's a comedian, it. so he's the flight yep. of the Concords guy. Yeah. So this 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 Strauss character, he knows yeah. his comedians. And then there's these two other ones. One is called Grace is Gone with John Cusack. Ooh. It looks interesting. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one called The Winning Season. That sounds familiar. Sam yeah. Rockwell. So a lot of in, he's like he's 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 an indie darling. He's that indie dude. He's that indie dude. Uh, so this film was released on Netflix. So we usually talk about the box office gross, but this has none because it didn't come out in theaters. Yeah. It, I think it was it premiered at Sundance. Yeah. Then Netflix bought the rights and distributed it, and uh, and it has pretty good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I think it was like. 70 something okay it makes sense it premiered at sundance it had a very the pace of it and the lightheartedness had a very festival vibe yeah definitely it definitely felt like an indie Mm -hmm. and the only other thing i'll say it actually is 86 percent of rotten tomatoes wow is that good i forget how rotten tomatoes works it's out of 100 okay great yeah 100 being ketchup and like 60 (laughs) percent is considered fresh tomato yeah so that's not great (laughs) you don't want a fresh tomato they're green yes that's what they serve at bodegas Uh, (laughs) on your sandwich it's true yeah but like sometimes though it got like just enough like salt on it (laughs) sometimes like just enough salt you like oh that's a fresh tomato this tomato has something special (laughs) there there is just the ever so tiniest amount of controversy i'm putting that in quotes i'm sorry again i really talk down to things that i i have such a clear bias <laughs> about I can't what say controversy without like being like controversy <laughs> so-called no, controversy uh, yeah no i think like uh, at least one if not a couple think pieces were written about the fact that uh the character's blackness feels like it's been removed and yeah. so it's not the film isn't about her being black. She's yeah. not dealing with like racial identity much in the film, which yeah. is something that we've talked about on this podcast, though, being like not necessarily a bad thing. Like, right. That's sometimes or an imperative thing. Right. Right. And sometimes but, it's part of the story. Sometimes it's not part of the right. story. Right. And I feel like for this with like with her love of Sarah Jones and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And like, helping kids. Who, and helping kids. Who are yeah. of different ethnicities, but also different financial backgrounds. Right. That just felt like. I don't know. That felt like a part of her it was just struggle. Life. It, was it was just t- like re- regular life. Yeah. Felt like. Yeah. But I guess I guess one of the main things, though, is that there's like interracial dating happening and they're like not talking about it at all. But this is great for us because Abby is mixed. What? What? Yeah. I'm mixed. 
Yeah. James in an interracial relationship. Yes. Do you know how many times I've talked about that in my relationships? <laughs> talked about the fact that it was an interracial relationship? How many? Not a lot. It I could I could probably up. count on one hand the number of times. Well, I was thinking about in the in the film Jessica goes back home to the Midwest to attend her sister's baby shower. Mm-hmm. So you see her family members and I was thinking if I could tell my story, which I'm constantly thinking about right, right. now. Um like I would like to, you know, share my story. If I just covered the past week, I went back home to the Midwest to attend a funeral of an aunt, and there were nothing but white people in the whole room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and you know, which is something very familiar to me growing up of just like being the only black person either in school or at you know the grocery store, or the restaurant, or at the family gathering. And so I could easily see someone on Twitter being like, "This movie had way too many white people." Right? Like right. that's all her life was about. Yeah. Right. Like for a long time it was because my you know black right. dad was not in the picture. Right. Yeah. But not because he was a deadbeat in the classic sense. Right. He was a wealthy deadbeat, which Joyelle Nicole has a great joke about her deadbeat doctor dad. A wealthy deadbeat. He's like he flipped the script on it feels him. Feels worse somehow. Yeah. It was more. <laughs> it's like he had the money, but still decided he was like, "No, nah, thank you, please." Thank you. I'm on a jet right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, he was so ahead of his time. Uh, uh, so. Let's do first impressions, initial thoughts. Yeah. Do you want me to start? You can. I can start, whatever. I'll start. Okay. Unless you want to start. Um, I, I, there's a lot of reasons I liked the fact that it even exists before we get mm, into the actual like art itself. So yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Just like after the film was over what was like what was your what were the first things that you were thinking about like what was the first I think subliminally I liked seeing her face in almost every scene right Um, and and so there's something there's like representation I think that matters but also just it's just nice to to look at and at first I was thinking like I do about most things like oh this person's in every scene but then I'm just like (laughs) you you obviously get sucked into the story and you get sucked into their you accept their personality right I think when it's someone who's whose personality is not familiar to you a character in any film you're kind of like you suss it out and you're like what's this person all about right um so this person right do I like this person (laughs) so I think by the end of it you're like yeah and I want to see what happens with her life and I want to see how she's going to handle this thing so I thought that's good storytelling and I also thought it was easy and and appealing to look at, you know. So right. props to the DP or the director or whoever yeah. mapped that out. Like all this, all the shots were nice, right? Yeah, yeah. lighting was great. Crew did a fabulous job. Yeah, crew <laughs> definitely the crew. Art department, <laughs> you hooked it up. Art department, well, you know what I'm saying? Y'all came through. Um, <laughs> I I mean I very much identified with this movie. You identified, yeah, with like it, I as do, a black man. I do. I, all of that stuff. <laughs> I'd be applying for grants. Right. I, I work outreach with kids. I, yeah, had a, I, had a, I had a stint where I dated right after a breakup. Wait, this was your life. This was she very stole your story. No, no, I, like there was a lot of it that I that I very much identified with, and I thought it. I thought it was great that we had this character who. I felt like there were times where I was like, "Gosh, is she is she mean? Like, do I not? Am, do, am I not? Mm-hmm. Do I not like her?" Um, uh, but then, but then, as the as it went on, and as we got to understand like who she was and why she was behaving the way that she 
is. Um, I thought it was great that it was like, oh, I don't think that we have a lot of female characters that are like this in movies. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we get to see a lot of men do what we see her do. Mm-hmm. This. And I thought that that was something that was great. Like be um, forthright. Yeah, yeah. Be, like, and be sexually open. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All, all of that. Like, it was like, like I was like, oh, if, if this were a different movie, people would be saying different things about her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like the mo- the moment that like Chris O'Dowd has at the end where he's like, there are other things you could apologize about. It's just like this nice thing that he is like laughing off because he's like, I like you, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, right. Uh, so I really liked that. I thought it was very funny. There were multiple moments where I laughed out loud a lot and I will talk about them as we get into them. And I thought that, I thought Jessica did a great job. Like, uh, uh, it's really great to see her at this stage in her career and to see that she has this kind of a platform right now. Mm-hmm. makes me excited about yeah. what's next. Yeah. Yeah. My, I, I will say I like this movie. I thought it was fun. It was, you know, uh, like I thought Jessica did a really great job. I thought she was super charming and, and likable, even in her unlikability at, at times. And, yeah. um, you know, it, it wasn't it. This wasn't like a mind blowing film to me, but it didn't have to be either because it was just like it was like a nice indie comedy. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, the running time was like perfect. Um, I the thing that it was struck, kind of struck me, I guess, was it felt like a it felt like a type of film that I've seen before but with a black female lead instead of a white female lead. Yeah. So like it felt similar to like a Francis Ha or like a tiny furniture, mm-hmm. which get like tons and heaps and loads of praise, you know, I think for their like kind of feminist, uh, heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this story felt like it had the same kind of feminist heart, but it was just with a black lead, mm-hmm. uh, which felt nice to me, you know? I agree. And I also, I'm not a huge fan of movies that cover middle to upper class, like, only. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a huge mm-hmm. fan of coming of age stories because I feel like, one, I move, I, I just didn't date a lot in my 20s. I was, it just... Yeah. For whatever the reason I may they may not be a fan of certain story genres or whatever is because it's not relatable to me. But it doesn't mean I don't like that they exist. Mm-hmm. And hers, I did thought avoided the trap of being like this whiny thirty something person who can't get it together because she, I guess, at least in the film, got to be twenty five. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, everybody jumps to conclusions and is self righteous and thinks they know everything at that right. age, you know. But if she was, I don't know, something about it. I was just, I think on, I had a lot of think preconceived notions going into it like oh i know what this is going to be all about and yeah. i know every single step of this film and it and it didn't happen yeah I and i was I relieved too i think i felt that way that exact same way too i'm not sure why <laughs> you know like yeah but she has i mean there's character growth in this film yeah. there is that right? and and i think the adding the working with kids adds depth like it, it doesn't just make it it doesn't dismiss the kids it kind yeah. of makes them an integral part of her life and her growth yeah and you get to see more than just side of her. And then I thought, if you the just saw a movie huge. about a teacher, like Lean on Me or mm-hmm. Dangerous Minds or something, right. you don't get to see their their vulnerable personal life side. So you get right. to see right. all angles of this character. That's true. Right. Wow, and, that's a yeah, good point. Yeah. Actually, that made me like the film more you just talked about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Before we move on, we're going to do a quick word from our sponsor. We have a sponsor today. Yes, we do. Talking about Blue 
Apron. Yes, talking about the meals. Now, you know Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Yes. Okay. Its mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Yes, because they're local. Because if you're going to cook, you got to cook at home. Mm-hmm. But, oh my goodness, you got to do so many things. You got to go go out... Make a grocery you gotta list. You got to make a list. You got to make first. You got to make a you list. You got to check it twice. Then yeah, you find out like, who's naughty or oh, nice. Hey, hey, baby, baby, did I, did I get the right stuff? Is this everything I need to get? Yeah. Then you got to go to the store. You got to go to the store. You got to make sure you have everything. Then you're like, oh man, you know what I forgot? What tomatoes? Oh no, I well, forgot tomatoes. Here's the thing, Blue Apron. It has everything. It delivers the ingredients, the fresh ingredients, mm-hmm. right to your door. Yes. Okay. It's established partnerships with over 150 local farms, That's fisheries, right. local, baby. and ranchers from across the United States. And this is what I like about Blue Apron. What's that? Less than $10 per person for a delicious meal. Yes. You want to know what I like about Blue Apron? What's that? The meals they got. Okay. What we got? We got some upcoming meals? Yeah. Uh, we got basil pesto chicken with summer vegetable panna. <laughs> I messed up the name. Panzanella. Panzanella. That does sound great. I don't know what panzanella is, but I definitely know that I want some basil pestle chicken. Yes, they got miso butter, salmon, and lo mein noodles with cucumber and charmed tomatoes. Okay, Mm. you're actually making me hungry. Yes, and I'm going to say one more. Okay. I'm going to say one more because you know what? Because we in New York City. They got meatball pizza. That's what I want. Fresh mozzarella cheese and charmed tomatoes. And y'all know I be forgetting the tomatoes, but they got them all right there. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, we've gotten Blue Apron delivered to our doorstep, oh, and yes. it is nice. To, they got the instructions for it. Man, you just cook that meal. They got everything there, pre-portioned. Uh, they have a variety. That's yes. what I like about it, too, because I'd be... I be they say, are you pescatarian? I click that box. No. Mm-hmm. And they're flexible. You can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Mm-hmm. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. What? All you have to do is go to blueapron.com slash jump. Stop that. Blueapron.com slash jump. That's right. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash jump. Blue Apron. A better, better way, way to, to cook. cook. So let's get into it, right? Um, yeah. uh, we start off. Uh, wait, sorry. I forgot to pull up the... Well, how do we start exactly? This is okay. The beginning of this is super funny to me. Uh, uh, she's on the date. Oh, uh, that's right. It's with Will Steven. Yeah, with with Will Steven, and um, who's a, I mean, not a friend of the show, but a friend of ours. Yeah, <laughs> a friend of the show. He can't be a friend of a show. He's white. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was. Well, this is a this is a white friendly safe zone. Um, like I worked you. with him at College Humor, and it was really exciting to see him. Yes. Yeah. That first scene. Yeah, and then like, uh, I thought that this was, so was very funny. funny. I thought this was very funny. She's just like she's being like super uh, forthright, very direct about like this isn't going to go anywhere. Like, right? She's saying stuff like that. It, yeah, it's like, funny. Right? Well, it's funny because it's both. It's both like, like, rude, but also like true. Right. It also it, uh, the reveal of because when she first said she's like. I, you know, whatever. This isn't this isn't working. And he's just like, uh. 
And then she's like, why, like, why did you even come here? Well, like, didn't you want a bone? And you're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but then she's like, look at your, <laughs> this is what your Tinder messages said. said. Want a bone tonight? And I was like, or yeah, down a bone tonight or something. And I was like, oh, this guy is a douche. <laughs> she's just calling him on his Twitter, his Tinder profile. <laughs> and then she's it like, was such a funny reveal that he was just like, well, I did say I that. I did want to do, I wanted to do it. But, she, I, but I'm here now, like in person. She tells him like what he should have done if that was what he wanted to happen. And yeah. it's like, I don't know. Whisper that you want to fuck me in the bathroom or yeah, something. Yeah, like, smell, like, take off my panties. He's like, would that have smell worked? Them. And she's like, I'm she's not like, sure. Would that have worked? Yeah. I would have either punched you. Yeah, she goes, I probably would have punched you in the dangling. So to me, that, I'm glad you guys found it funny. To me, that, that when, it, when dialogue is so out there, like, nobody would ever have the guts to say right. this. That's where I'm like, this wouldn't happen. So it's hard for me to fall into the story. But then... On her next date, she also just says, honesty is very important to me. Right. If you don't yeah. have that, I don't know what you have. And maybe it's because she's young, or maybe it's because that's who she is, but she just decides that, like, I don't need a filter when I talk. And then that that just makes you go, okay, well, that's just what this character does. Right. Right. Well, and, I mean, just, no, I mean, like, we have, like, somewhat of an insight, but just knowing her, and then also, like, knowing Phoebe, like... <laughs> right, yeah. They both do just talk like that. Talk that They're way, just, yeah. like, so unapologetic in mm-hmm. their speech that you're like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready. Um, yeah. I thought that great. was a great intro. Uh, but then we see... That, but so then we see she does so she goes the 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 credits is her doing the but wait but befo- even before, before that though she says that the reason that she has had the date here mm. is so that oh right her boyfriend might her boyfriend. see her like and I thought scared. that that was so funny that like she not only did she like she planned this date with this guy who she was like I'm probably not going to sleep with this guy at all blah 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 but this will give me an excuse to go to this to this uh, bar that I think my boyfriend might be at and then this was a moment for me that I just want to say I haven't read any of those think pieces but the first sets of couples that we see mm-hmm. it's a black woman with a white man I'm sorry a black woman yeah with a yeah, white man right. and then a black man with an Asian woman mm-hmm. and that's just what we see at the very beginning of it and uh I was just like, I don't know what those think pieces say, but the fact that the movie starts with this makes that null. Makes it null to you. Yeah. Well, I think, no, I mean, watching it, I'm sorry, go ahead, John. You agree. No, I was just saying I agree that it's just like, (laughs) It's it. That's New York to me. Yeah, that feels like that feels like the New York that I know very well. Yeah. Well, it depends what part of the neighborhood they're in, I I guess. guess But no, but I mean, honestly, when I was watching it, you see her in the frame with Will, who's white. You see them being waited on by a white bartender. Mm -hmm. A white man crosses the frame, and then they cut to Will's point of view, and behind, over his shoulder, are a white man and a white woman. And to me, I was just like, Oh, it was very white. To right, right away, (laughs) until her boyfriend arrived, and I thought, Oh, great, I'm glad they cast this Uh, man. Okay, and then, Oh, cool, he's dating us. So, so I, not to say that they are correct, yeah, but that's definitely something I'm sensitive about. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I ain't noticed. It's that. like what neighborhood? <laughs> but, what neighborhood is this where there are so many white people? Right. Around? Where there's yeah, or it's or you just start to jump to conclusions and think this is manufactured someone's idea of New right. York. Sure, sure. But whatever that no, okay. that goes out the window when you introduce everybody else in the film. I think right. that, that there was like a great balance of diversity. Uh, so then's the dancing moment. Yeah, which is a nice indie it's very opening. silly. 
credits. Like it's, just, it's her dancing, her dancing through her not apartment. well. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? And is it choreographed? I don't know. No, I don't think so at all. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It like yeah. it feels like it's almost like she's like yes, and then now I do this move to this part of the song. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, on a rooftop. You know, yeah. Anyway, yeah, incredible Jessica James. And then it's then we go to the we're in the classroom next, right? Yes. And she's telling her stu- she's so she's a teacher. Uh, she's teaching a I guess a playwriting class, but it has these like acting elements to it as well. Right. It's like a like a you know Fifty Second Street Theater project. Right. Introduce kind of kids to theater. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's what what I thought was interesting about this. For, for me as someone who because we've already talked about how her character is so brazen and, and direct like it was it was great to see her working with the kids because there's the one kid who's like not into it at all mm-hmm. but she's, then yeah she's being stubborn yeah but then instead of her being like you know you gotta it's t- tough it up you gotta do it or like she's, come on stop it like, right yeah. she like she like finds a way to adjust and work with her yeah. so it's like oh she's she's really good at she's really good at this really job at and then I guess we learn later that she just really loves theater also yeah. yeah and she cares about the kids and she cares about the um art. and so I thought that that was like right. a great thing to see immediately after seeing how she reacted to, she, to the stage she is it's funny because we see this dichotomy of her personal life, which feels very like a little bit of a mess and like right. immature. But in her professional life, even though she's not the playwright that she wants to be, as a teacher, she's extremely professional. Yeah. I think I kind of think about Tessa, like oh, sure. my fiance. Okay. <laughs> his uh, his fiance. fiance. <laughs> Who's also like extremely, you know what I mean? Like yeah. in the field, but then like has this other career, actually careers, but this other teaching career where she's like, extremely professional and like very uh, adept to the skills of teaching children and knowing how to. Because the thing is, it's not just the passion, because she can be passionate about playwriting, but honestly, if it were, if it was me, especially before I met Tessa, yeah, like, and I was like teaching a playwriting class and a kid was like, like, I don't see it. Like they're like, um, they're supposed to be imagining the beach. Right. Like, what do you hear? And she's like, I don't hear anything. I'd be like, would you just try? Yeah. Come on. Like, another thing to be about fun. it. Another <laughs> thing about it though, is that she does this, this little girl though, does look like a little Jessica James. I think very like, purposely. Very, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, and I do think that like, if it had it been me in that scenario, I may have been more open. That's true. But, I, you know, I don't know if it was just any kid, if I would have been able to, like, to, like, on a dime, be like, this is the exercise that works right. for you. But I thought it was really cool. Yeah, and I think maybe in a bigger blockbuster film or something, the character would have one point of view throughout more of the film to heighten the comedy of, like, oh, she's so forthright. She's going to call these kids assholes next, you right. know? I <laughs> yeah. think that's what you would expect. So <laughs> the fact that they show multiple sides so soon is, is always nice. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that and I think it it helps us. Because it was still funny. Right. Without her having to curse out the kids or the kids like saying curse words. Right. Which I feel is the, just like every comic script now 
has this Apatow effect where it's just like, all right, let's just add old people cursing or kids cursing or you Someone cursing Someone has old an people. accent and we make fun of that accent. Well, Literally every Judd Apatow. <laughs> well, to speak to that, Judd Apatow makes movies the way Judd Apatow makes the movies. And that's why you want more voices right. making movies. You know, like, it, that's the problem with Hollywood is like, okay, whoever's hot right now is going to keep getting the green light and the money from right. the studio. And other people are going to try to mimic that. Right, right, That's right. the it's, thing that's, that's so annoying. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, Apatow does it. He doesn't. He only makes films so many times. But it's when, like, everybody's trying to do it. Like, I just... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so in theory, what you want is just more people doing yeah. stuff so that you can find the kind of tone that you like. But, I mean, trust me, people people love that Apatow. Yeah, they do. I also think that the reason that she is this way with the kids right now is because it provides a contrast for how she is later with this same kid. Totally. And, like, had she not been this way up top it wouldn't have made her later behavior which we'll talk about when we get to it just why i'm not saying it but it would make her it'll make her yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't have made it as impactful Mm -hmm. um if she wasn't so good with them Mm -hmm. you know okay all right yeah so uh and then she goes this is theater okay all right right this is theater that was funny (laughs) then we have she's hanging out with noel yes right Uh, uh her best friend played by noel wells uh, is she in New York? I don't have any uh, about that. Improviser or an LA improviser? She, she was from so LA. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't remember. But then but she, she was on SNL. She was on for, SNL for, oh, that's right. I so recognize she moved her from to New that York. too. I don't know. I think she's, she. She might have been a ground here because she's on Master. She's on Master. She's on Master now. now? For, well, the first season. First season of Master now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's maybe that's where I recognize her from. She has a very familiar face. Yeah, you probably recognize her from Master. I thought she was great in this. Thought she was very funny. Yeah, she played a fun character. She plays her lesbian close friend. Yes. Right. Slash colleague sometimes when they cater. Right. Yeah. Is that when we first see her catering? I don't know. I didn't have it written down. Um, they first, I thought we first was, see her after the date, when like in, in an informal setting, when her, yeah. she's recommending she go out with somebody else. Right. That's right. what I thought it was. Her okay. recommending... Oh, yeah, wait, well, but I thought that, that was at, I thought that was at Kate while they were catering, right? Oh, maybe it is while they're catering. Yes, you're right. While they're yeah. catering, yeah. So they're catering. And she's like, I thought I thought you were, this was an invite to like a restaurant. And she's like, Yeah, no, I thought no. you invited <laughs> me to be a guest, and not to serve here. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I no. thought you needed the money, <laughs> and she does need the money. Uh, and they're like, Yeah, they're being bad. Uh, they're being bad caterers. Yeah. Are there good caterers? Does anyone like catering? Oh, gosh. Somebody. I've never done it, but... <laughs> I've done it. Imagine Every done it. food service job I've is, had, I've not eat, enjoded it, so do, I've not Of course you it. eat the food and you drink the drinks, but you don't do that in front of Openly the Openly well, in front it's of everybody. Funny. No, it's it's funnier if you do it in front but of she people. Totally. But they like do it, and then she also... The, don't they have a moment when they just like yell someone away? Like, yeah. They're like, shoo, shoo, go away, they're thank like, you. I think they're just like, what? Yeah, can we help you? Can we help you? Hey, what's your it's problem? very silly. Uh, but she introduces this guy. She's like, you should date this guy. He's 30 tops. Um, who just, who, does she know that he just Excuse went through me. a divorce right now in this moment? Yes. Yes. Okay. Her friend she's mentions like, it. Okay, okay. That's what she says. That's she's what like, I'm gonna, she goes, oh, you should go out there. You need like, cause you know, she's not over her, the breakup, her recent breakup. It happened three months ago. And so she sets her up with a blind date. Yeah. With Chris O'Dowd, Chris O'Dowd. from O'Dowd. Bridesmaids, and from Bridesmaids, among other films, frequently asked questions about time travel. Wow, 
<laughs> isn't he on, wasn't he on a tv show too like uh, was, was he on the it crowd no no well yes he was he was okay. i just saw him in an old episode of doc martin a british comedy i'm just now getting into on netflix something that i liked about this because we mentioned guy. bridesmaids and i feel like there's a bridesmaids-esque joke that happens in this when he goes <laughs> he goes um my uh my ex my ex-wife mandy moore uh not not mandy moore you know like his name in bridesmaids i think right. is bill cosby no different guy different, oh, i think that that's oh, such that's a funny, funny and he has a funny way of doing that like Almost i don't that's know his humor that yeah. he adds to the <laughs> no 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 not not mandy moore <laughs> you know it's very funny the way he says it i can't do it the show i was thinking about was family tree even though i think that show got canceled after the first season <laughs> And when were you thinking about? He this? was in the he, he's in the IT crowd. Oh, he yeah, was in one. He was in a British one where he plays his sister, like talks with a puppet, and he has this dysfunctional family. Do you remember that? What? Oh yeah. Wait, he's, what is that? It's either Irish or British, but it's uh, I forget the name of it. But he was the lead in that as well. Maybe that so he's been around this guy, too. and he also is. He's also in the uh, say, the Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, nice. which I saw on a plane. Yeah. Remember he was the dad. Mm-hmm. He was like he's like a really oh crap, yeah he was like a really crappy father. Yeah, yeah. I liked him in that though. <laughs> Did I liked you? him in that, and I liked um and I liked uh, Samuel Jackson. They were like oh, the only parts like, of it that liked I liked. The acting, of yeah, yeah. Not I like his character. Literally, like he was. He's in it for a bit, and you're like, oh, he's I could watch this, and then. Bit. And then they and then they go and they're just at the home and you're like I don't care about any of this and then, and then Samuel Jackson shows up and he's like really a part of it and you're like okay I can Samuel Jackson's so evil I could watch movie. now is that just the like, one wait what which one uh, it's uh, called Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar oh, Children you know okay. it's the I Tim Burton movie with, I do remember hearing about it you know the weird kids wait did Tim Burton direct that isn't that Tim Burton with the weird kids. My mind it trailed off, like and I thought you were referencing that film where Samuel Jackson is the mean neighbor who doesn't like the interracial couple that lives. Lakeview Terrace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. it's Tim Burton. Terrorizing. Thank you. Uh, Thank okay. You. All right. Oh, wait. So during this date, yeah, we've so already we talked date. about this date. Actually, we talked about the date, but basically, she just says, "Like, uh, I just want honesty. Let's just be honest with each other." And so they do like this honesty round where, it, yeah, you know, why why are you here? Well, I just got divorced with my wife and I just want to, it's been a while. And also I was thinking about maybe we could make out tonight. Yeah. The, the, the moment that I think I liked the most, so this was one of the, the, like a moment that I was like, Oh, I, I think I, I think I can bang with this character because I was like, Oh, she's so mean, blah, blah, whatever. But when he says the thing about the app and she just has this very genuine sigh, after after he goes, like I have. He an app. asks her how she made a living, and she says, "I, I teach theater to kids." Right. Yeah, and what about goes, how, no, then he goes, I, how no. did you make? How do you make a living? Yeah, but seriously, how yeah. do you make a living? Right. <laughs> but then she says, "How about you?" And he says, "I invented an app." Yeah, and then she goes, "Okay, right." And it's just like this moment of like realization of everything that's happening right now. Is it just? Is the real? What? How did you define that moment? I wasn't sure if it was like like ugh, like an app creator or if it was like. Oh, my life is terrible. Well, so I thought, I thought it was, oh, yeah. go ahead. Go, no, sorry, no, no, I just thought it was, we're from completely different worlds. You yeah. no oh, longer it. have to work a nine to five to work your, and right. get your income. Yeah, I, and I read it as b- a little bit of both. I read it as that, and I read it as like, my life is terrible. Like, we, we're we of different worlds, but because my nothing, life. Right. <laughs> but she's, There's again, nothing. she's only 25, and to me, I don't know why that's so important to me, but it's kind of like, she's just getting started, and you're allowed to not be rich by the time you're 25. But I think she feels like she's supposed to. Supposed to, mm. 
Totally. Like, yeah. I think wait a minute. She, did you not feel that way when you were twenty five? Yeah, I yeah. think you expected. <laughs> yeah, no. When I was twenty five, I was like, definitely thought this is messed up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my like hundred percent because you feel so mature. Well, it, also because I mean I don't know about you guys, but like my I'm thinking about my parents and where they were at my age. Yeah, and also. Mm-hmm. Also, like, people who are not in the arts, like, at 25, they are, even if they're not, yep. like, doing the thing, they're on the path. Right. Like, they're yes. on the career path. They have path. a salaried job, they got a which job. has a 401k. They, they know what the promotions are. Like, yeah. they're working their way up the corporate ladder right. or something. And when you're, like, I'm still doing shows for free. Yeah. Like, <laughs> getting paid, like, $100 for a gig. Like, I can't pay my rent. I have to work another job to pay it. Like, But it's such a long road in entertainment. I remember 25 was literally the last year I could participate in the MTV 25 and Under Showcase. So to me, I just kind of was like, okay, it's going to be a long road now. U.S. Weekly's top, like, hottest 25 stars, 25 and under. Yeah. And I was like, this is the last year and I'm never going to make that. Yeah. I'm nowhere close. I'm not doing anything with my life. Right. When Nobody Dave Chappelle was 24, he was starring in Half Baked. Right, yeah. right, right. Like, yeah, so I, I think 25 is where you start to get realistic about like that's exactly you're like you're at the bottom of the hill. How much longer can I be doing this? Uh, it turns out a lot longer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just, oh, no, no, that's when you tell yourself like, okay, by the time I'm 40, I'll definitely quit. Uh, 40, but then you hit 30 and you're like, wait. Nah. Well, I mean, 45. Yeah, I maybe mean, 45. 45. A lot of people who were dropping out at 25, I think. Yeah. Mm. A lot of people yeah. started just being like, oh, oh yeah. I'm not going to do this. Oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. right. Anyway, but the other thing that I really liked about this was uh, it's a small thing, but he says, when she was like, yeah, I, I write plays, and he says, like, oh, like uh, anything I've seen? <laughs> and she goes, do you see a lot of theater? And he's like, I've heard no, of Hamilton. No. I've heard of Hamilton. Hamilton. Did you write a Hamilton? <laughs> have you? And then, and then she doesn't even say, of course I didn't write Hamilton. She goes, have you seen Hamilton? <laughs> he's like, no. And I was like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Because it's so true. Like, people want to like, they yeah. want to put you in this box of like, have I seen the thing you've done? And you're like, right. have you even seen anything? Have you seen any yeah, play? So what you are you talking about? Yeah. Like, you're... Like your measure for my success is am I Tom Cruise? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not, not Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. And I think you know that I'm not Tom Cruise. <laughs> so what's the point of this questioning right now? Right, right, right. Like if you watch a lot of stuff, let's get into it. Yeah, because well, maybe also, you have seen. What's funny too is you might you might relate to this is like the things you do that you care about are stuff that you couldn't tell a family member. Like right. they, they would get bored listening to you oh, try yeah, and talk 100%. about it. So I just made a house just, team at UCB. Yeah. yeah. So instead, <laughs> which is an improv team, improv. Well, it's this thing. You know, like you have to yeah. explain everything. So instead, you just tell them like the easiest knee jerk thing that they would possibly recognize. Right. Like, uh, I auditioned for a toothpaste commercial. Oh, which one? You know, you say the brand Colgate. Well, right. oh. that's exciting. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, hundred percent. People, I can't tell. Right now, I <laughs> I have a commercial running on the Yes Network, exclusively only Yes, which means don't get paid that much for it. <laughs> you know, and. But it's running on the Yes Network where, where people watch the Yankees. And so, of course, so many like of my friends right. like from high school and stuff or whatever from like the distant parts of my life are like, oh, my God, I just saw you on TV. You're killing it. So I'm exciting. like, well, this yeah. is not the thing yeah. that's killing it. Yeah. 
But that's what they've seen, so that's why I'm killing it. Right. So anyway. that kind of question, yeah. And I also think I that just let's I love that part. In the date scene, it just paints a great picture of yeah. how awkward that date is. Someone trying to relate when they don't when they like, do, two they different can't. backgrounds. And one yeah. thing I'll point out that you guys haven't brought up yet, and not to be ageist because yes. I don't like ageism oh. in Hollywood is the fact that he was playing a 30-something love interest I thought that was weird way too. back in Bridesmaids so it's kind of like we everybody who's familiar with this actor could kind of guess that he's not exactly 30 yeah yeah, yeah. I looked up their actual ages and they're not too far apart mm-hmm. it's like a, a nine year well no actually it's like an eight it's like an eight to nine year gap instead of gap? a five year yeah. gap which okay. is like which right. is still which is still like you know it's still a little bit, but it's not. I mean, we've seen Hollywood do so, such egregious, exactly. Yeah, like Jennifer Lawrence being twenty-one and playing like the wife of like a Christian Bale who's forty. Yeah, you know and, what I mean. And like, the fact that they like make gross. a big deal out of it, they go thir- they they say yeah. he's thirty tops. Mm-hmm. Then, but then we're like, no, he isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not. <laughs> yeah, like, I think that, thirty that tops, detail. and you and you know she's lying when she right. Said, yeah. yeah, and and it totally would have been okay if she had said his actual age. I think it still would have mm-hmm. worked for the story because mm-hmm. I think Jessica's character, Jessica. James would have been like open to anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, let's try it out. Yeah. So whatever. So I just thought that was um That's that's definitely I, I didn't know if I should be like, uh, is this more Hollywood Totally. No, I, yeah. I, I yeah. think I I felt the same way. Yeah. I felt so, the same way. Though I guess well, no. Never mind. What? I, that, no, I don't need but to But I mean, the casting of <laughs> I him, I don't... qualify that statement. You're I don't call into right. question the casting of this man because he's so likable and right. established and people... He totally. can carry a movie. Like, you know, yeah. he's vetted. Uh... But it, but definitely in bridesmaids it was a much more age appropriate relationship than in this <laughs> right movie. anyway uh, though though they do they do like reference it at least sometimes they don't reference it at all because like later on when he's ta- when Chris O'Dell's talking to his wife or yell not his wife but yelling at the guy I guess his ex wife was like dating or something yeah he says something to the effect of like like I have a date with this girl I mean woman and you're like right he, oh, in his mind yeah. he's saying girl because like she's clearly young. right yeah right, yeah right. yeah you know what I mean right uh so but they yeah they go out they they kind of have this honesty date and then like at the end they're like oh we're not gonna not gonna do anything but then he's just like. <laughs> Just that he's great at cunnilingus. Yeah. Well, they're doing like, honesty. Well, that's you know what I mean? Good to know. They're doing honesty. And so then they spend the night together. Uh, and so I don't know what's after this. She sneaks off, and then I think the next like scene, scene. I think it's very funny though that on the subway she gets the guy to stop manspreading. Um, All right. Uh, but then. Goes- it- yeah. She opens her arms and then closes them while staring at him. Very funny. I think the next scene is like there's a we see another like school uh, cla- class scene, um, and this is when we learned that the girl can't go to six. Uh, sorry, can't go to the. At least this is my next note. If right. I'm one jumping, of her I'm students. sorry. One there, of her students. Did can't, she have one of the date the dreams about Lakeith? Like dying? oh, probably yes, yes. At this. I don't know if it was this point. Yeah, but she's probably at least had one of those dreams by now. I didn't take any notes on any on any of those. So the um, first dream is that he's on a ledge. He's on the ledge, and he's he can't forgive himself for breaking up with her. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's like a daydream. She's mid like trying to write, and she's written on her on her on the word document like "Get out of my head, Damon" or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Right, right. Um, I love that in that daydream, like he like falls from the ledge, like lands on the ground, and then some guy just, just walks, walks right over. Him. That's very New York. Uh, that's a nice little. That was a nice little moment. But yeah, yes, I thought that, that was cool. But then, yeah. The, so one of the main other like storyline plots is like there. There's this uh, weak 
that they're going to go away. Yeah, like a weekend retreat. A weekend retreat for the for this for this uh, uh, outreach program, this outreach kids. playwriting program with the kids. And one and her favorite student, the one that looks like her, the one that she's like, the one that had was the most like stubborn. But then came back to class and wrote this really beautiful right thing about about feeling about, about nothing feeling nothing about nothingness. Uh, she can't go because uh, her father is going to take her to six. Going to take her to Six Flags, and she says. To the mom, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I was like, oh, this, she's gone too far. (laughs) Like, you can't say that. And, and like, but this also is all about, this is all her own uh, things. It's all, like, we learn later, this is her character thing about her dad and her mom, right? Right. But, um... Uh, the fact that she says like out loud to her face, like this, this, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And like this, this mom who like clearly is like, she's like tired. I think she's wearing scrubs. Like she's like, like, like working hard. Clearly like great actress. (laughs) Yeah. And like, really nails this clearly like just trying to live her life. Says something about the fact that the divorce took two years. Yeah. Like get the, all the paperwork done. And right. This is his weekend to have custody. Is there a weekend to have custody? This is what he chose to do. And you talk to the father. I'm like not dealing with it. And you're like, she needs to go to this pro this weekend retreat for this program, which I I understand from her point of view, like is important. Mm -hmm. But to say that something like that is less important is like crazy to me. That's 20-something. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely a 25-year-old. Because it's so important to her. Yeah. Right. She yeah. can't you know? see outside exactly. of herself. Exactly. She can't. That's what I'm. Yeah. She like At this point, she doesn't see that. And she's like, in her mind, she's thinking, no, this little girl can be just like me when she grows up. She right. can be a great playwright. And if she doesn't go to this weekend retreat, then that will all go away. And for what? Six for flags? family? For freaking family? For six flags? I, but she's totally not, I don't even think she's thinking about the family I think thing she yet. Might be. Really? I think she might be. I think oh, okay. she might be. Like the dad is like, who cares about the it's, dad? But it's like, ba- it's like back in her mind. Like you guys are making much more sense of it than I did in the moment. And it, I think oh, that's in the moment. No, I didn't see the parallel of the girl looking like her. Oh, yeah. Okay. Her seeing herself in her, her family strife paralleling jealous Jessica's family strife. Right. Well, I didn't see the family strife thing yet because we don't know that yeah. yet. I didn't see that. But but the uh, but thinking about it now, like thinking back on it, that's totally what was happening. Okay. Uh, there's also like we know that she's getting like rejected for all of the from all of these like um, <laughs> schools or playwriting houses. They're like, like yeah, they're like they're they're uh, not schools. She's looking for grants and she's looking for like she's like, trying to fellowship. Yeah, like in residencies and residency, stuff. and she has so many letters. Yeah, she saves the rejection letters. She saves the rejection letters, which. There is a part of me that's like that is kind of inspiring, like to like look at your rejection letters and be like, I'm going to overcome this. But then there was another part of me that was like, you know, if I saw that many rejection letters every day, I'd be like, I'd be so discouraged. I yeah. know. I wanted her to rip them down off the wall at the end of the film. <laughs> I wanted like, that so too. Many. Yeah. And she had she had so many, but the, the at the beginning of the movie, she had so many, and she keeps getting more throughout the movie. <laughs> She's like so- every. 20 Man. minutes or so she she opens the mailbox and gets out like two more what a tough character yeah yeah <laughs> honestly to be able to face your rejection like that every day and be like i'm gonna overcome this yeah like i'm gonna use this as inspiration and fuel to keep going well yeah. to, in her own words she hasn't been broken by life yet yeah. yeah and so much so that she even this is definitely skipping around because i don't think this is until later i think it's fine to but, skip around. like but it's hard to that like even she goes this rejection letter is a good one like this is personal oh my feedback God. That- <laughs> from when she's sitting with Playwrights Noel. Horizon. Oh no, she's on the phone with Noel. Yeah, talking to her, and Noel's just like, "What? Well, okay." 
<laughs> but I've totally been there. No, she. No, I've they, totally been they there. They mentioned where, me by name. It wasn't just a standard exactly. thing. They said something specific. Like they actually read they it. Read it. Oh, oh, the it's the victories. worst. But the it's little so, victory. Yeah, like it yeah. wasn't just like a blanket no. Like I didn't even look at your thing. Uh, <laughs> That's totally that how you stay her. in entertainment, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. You can't see it. Everything is a setback, or I'm never gonna make it. It's like this is different. Yeah. I didn't get the callback, but that was a callback. Yeah. Yeah, but I got that callback. Uh, and then uh, with Chris O'Dowd, they like they do this thing where they're following each other's exes. Yes. Instagram. And Instagrams. I liked this. I like I I liked that they were bonding over. I liked that they were bonding over their past relationships. There was something I, interesting about that to me because it was like. You know, that not, either they might not be ready for this, but they're drawn to each other because they can at least have, uh, talk about this similar experience that they right. had. And uh, the, uh, Chris O'Dowd's ex is a food photographer. Mm-hmm. And, and Lakeith, uh, Jessica's ex, <laughs> makes handcrafted iPhone cases. cases. <laughs> I just thought like those specifics were so awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's believable. Um, and, uh, what, and then like, but what happened? Like, cause I feel like there was like a tension of like her not, oh, that's right. The, it's the trip to Ohio. That's what happens. Cause she, yeah. cause he asked her out another date, but she's like, I'm going to Ohio. So I can't, but maybe another time. So they go to Ohio. She goes to Ohio. Sorry. And yes. this is where like, uh, this, this is where I didn't like her character because oh. I, it was funny. Like I liked I, even all the bluntness to whatever, I was like, oh, it's funny, it's charming, it's like, cool. This is when I was like, you're a little immature brat. Like, yeah. you need to grow which up. Part, which what, parts, what though? Do? I think is you know what it is? It's mostly because I'm l- l- recognizing this in myself. Oh, uh-huh. I see something uh-huh. in myself that I don't like, which is her mother is trying to connect with her, hasn't seen her for a while, clearly is just like, like I miss my daughter, and she's just like, Ugh, mom mm-hmm. like everything yeah. you say is annoying mm-hmm. i don't want to like i don't want to talk about it. i don't want to talk about my life like i don't like stop trying to relate to me we don't we, yeah, we're sure. not the same like so i don't have her nothing dad to calls say her big city girl and she's like please never call me big city girl B- never and call like, me that yeah. <laughs> and i was just like and i was just like you're like she's like distancing because she, she feels distant from her parents right. and like and I'm sure, like, she also feels like her parents aren't supporting her in the playwright thing or don't respect it or all of mm-hmm. that other stuff, mm. which is which is real. I get that. But there's another part of me that's like, still, that's your parents. Like, yeah. Like, I didn't see what they did to deserve that kind of Yeah. Love. Yeah. Felt, and I don't like think too even, intense. I think even when we get even more info about that backstory, I still don't think it ever feels like she should be behaving that way towards right. them. Yeah. You know, and like I, a wholesome, just normal couple. Right. And I think she does kind of come to terms. Like, she does kind of realize, like, oh, I'm being a little. I'm being a little mean towards right. Some of the other stuff, though, I really identified with, like the um, the jump. She's wearing the jumper, the jumpsuit, and they and they're immediately like, "Why are you wearing that? Like, are you gonna?" The number of times that I've gone back home and people have been like, "Why are your clothes so tight?" Is like (laughs) (laughs) that happens so. Like you're trying to find your own style, and it's just so different. They'll be like, "Yeah, are you gonna wear that to the party?" Or. 
Uh, and she also has the like, she gives her, her gift is like this drawing that she, this book, this ch- children's book that oh she has God, done. Her gift. That is like her very left uh, ideals that like, it's the people so in Ohio, funny. at least her immediate family, do not have at all. No, <laughs> they don't. Like, because it's because that's the thing is that she's been in this. I mean, this is relatable to all of us in New Yorkers. Yeah, but like, <laughs> she's been in this like liberal kind of bubble where everybody's like, smash the system, smash the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, I think she even says like, you know, it's never too early. What to like, you know. Start railing against the system. What system? What system? <laughs> the system we're all trapped in. I'm not trapped in. A I'm system. not trapped in. A system. <laughs> that was so funny to me. All right, and that's uh, her younger sister. Sorry. Yeah, her and because her younger sister is like, yeah, back in Ohio, like doing the very tradi- well traditional, whatever. But like very like I mean like very, that's a milestone. Thing. Marriage by twenty five, definitely. Yeah, one mar- of those milestones that like a lot of people don't have anymore. Yeah, like early marriage, but like baby shower mm-hmm. like or like or wedding shower you know mm-hmm. we're giving like gifts we're all wearing like white and like dressing we're up playing the game playing yeah. the game and like talking about is it a boy or is it a girl like you know what i mean like it's yeah. very very much like antithetical to like what certain liberal circles is trying to like push past right like, we're not gonna do no wedding showers like i'm not a bride you know like right. i'm 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 not making fun of that i'm just anyway no but uh, she does say later in the film like marriage is just an outdated concept yeah it's, yeah exactly she, so, right she's progressive i mean she had like one of the the first letter is like oh it's this artist who who's like bending gender and like is like this female artist that ha- has like a, a strap on or something like, right yeah she's like bending. oh no that's p p is for peaches yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh uh, yes, yeah, so it's a graphic drawing, and she, graphic she, drawing. she drew it herself. And, and when her sister it. sees like the strap on, she's, she's like, like oh, "Okay, okay." She slams also, it shut. Shout out to Rob King. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Shout, shout out, out to Rob King, King. who's He's playing the this. sister's husband. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, does a really good like shade. Like, hey, like, <laughs> right, yeah. like, uh, her. Like, she's <laughs> always she's always starting trouble. Like, yeah. you know, you could see how they see her, mm-hmm. and. But she has an equal animosity for right, them. Right. It's like it's kind of like who knows? I don't know. It's like a chicken and the egg kind of. Yeah, thing. like which which came first? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I also just have to say this, but those baby chocolate snacks are so gross. Every time I see them, are so in the Pampers. Right, you're those pretending are to so eat poop. gross. The tra- <laughs> I, I don't. I didn't get that. You didn't at even all. clock. I it. didn't know. Every time I see, I heard. I, I heard the line. I didn't I see saw, them. Yeah, no. Oh, I saw them immediately. I saw them immediately, and I was like, <laughs> I hate this. You don't like tizzy rolls? Oh, but like <laughs> eating it out of a, a, it's melted and it's in a diaper. <laughs> That's just so gro- gross. To yeah, me. all right. Thing. I just had to say that. Yeah, You're okay. Right. It's a send up of baby shower games that all <laughs> suck. Anyway, so she gets back. So she's kind of like, oh right. And then the other thing that happens, it happens again, where. You know, her mom says either her mom or the sister is like, "Oh, she this uh, our friend is. I think it's mom. Our friend is going to New York. Are there any plays that she should see? Oh my! Yeah, what are you interested in? She oh, says what are you interested in? Jersey Boys sounds. Yeah, we fun. heard Jersey Boys sounds fun. Yeah, which is I mean, great. What she a great goes, response. A of course, Joy, of course, of course, Jersey Boys sounds fun. Like, yeah. it's Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. You're gonna hear all your favorite songs. Like, but she's just like. Well, I don't do musicals. What? What are you? What are you into? Uh, what did she say? Like, 
plays oh, with us very dialogue intelligent driven, dialogue, yeah. dialogue driven plot, like with, like full, fully realized characters or whatever. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, well, is there anything, is there anything like, like, that? like that? Like the state of Broadway is like I know, it's crumbling. See, but that's 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 what I was just like. All right, see, if you're gonna be pretentious, you I gotta mean, at least say a play for them. Uh-huh. You gotta at least recommend something. You can't just be so pretentious no, that you're I just thought- like you're like no no no. Uh, like I'm not into that thing. I'm into this kind of thing. Okay, what's like that? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, and I thought I thought that was great because it was just like this. They will never connect. This right. like yeah. <laughs> Jessica James in Ohio will never connect with Ohio. What's, what's like that? Well, nothing. Right. <laughs> anyway, I just that was so funny to me. Yeah, uh, I yeah. mean, you you view it as pretentious, but I view it as like just trying to explain, like honestly. But then making that mistake of, oh, yeah, these people don't get it. Yeah. Like, if she had she said that, like, in New York to somebody who was a theater person, they would get immediately Mm -hmm. that there was nothing to watch that was like. But it it is also pretentious. Oh, I mean, 100%. They were never, they were oil and water. Oil and water. Nothing wrong with Jersey Boys. Like, (laughs) it's fine for what it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's just entertainment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, I've never seen it. I'm sure maybe it's terrible. I'm sure. I mean, it's if you it's like those very, songs. It was a very long like, running. Yeah, very, yeah if you like those songs. It couldn't have been that. Bad. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, so she gets she, she goes back and uh, I don't know. I I don't really. <laughs> the next thing that I have. So there's a couple things that we didn't talk about. Like Chris O'Dowd is um is like stalking uh, Mandy Moore. Right, right, right. Um, He's not over his ex-wife. Yeah, and there's a moment where like, there's a moment where like they ask him, the 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 new guy asks him if he wants to come up. To talk it <laughs> I think that that part her. is so funny. But then the next note that I have after this That's, is yeah. that they do the car, the, the car role play, like where she has her students uh, like imagine that they are Oh, the in, parents. In, a, in a car. Yeah. Right. And this is where we sort of hear a little bit more about like, oh, her parents got divorced. Because that's not cl- I don't think that's clear when, they, when they go back to Ohio. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't uh, I actually couldn't. It was hard for me to discern if this was a real story or not. Oh. I kept thinking like, well, it must be somewhat real because it's like her in the backseat and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there was another part of me that didn't know if she was uh, embellishing it. To make yeah. other kids feel more concluded or whatever. Or? Yeah. No. I mean, I it, to me, I was I like, it was her story. Yeah. Her story. That's what it felt like to me. It felt like, like, oh, now we're we're gonna see what's under yeah. that facade that we've seen this whole time. Right. And what's you know? her beef with these people? Um. And I thought it was cool. And I thought it was cool that she like gave the assignment to the kids. And I liked the directing of this scene, like the way that like people would pop up in and out of the different, like the moment when the when the little girl student is in the backseat. Yeah. Like that's like, like such a dopey a nice, smile. Yeah. My smile isn't dopey. You're right. Beautiful smile. <laughs> Thank you. And then we yeah. see her in the rear view. It's like cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting to, it's me. Cause I know anybody who's like, well, race wasn't brought up. That's true, I guess. But like there was like some race, someone involved to me in this story of, well, at least like the poverty, like this level of, because that, that played a hand in the divorce, right? Like there was like that they thing. Couldn't of, like, they couldn't afford to get her aff- yeah. a pet. Mm-hmm. Couldn't afford to get her a pet, and like you know the fu- like it's just that financial strain that's put on the marriage, and that you know they say is like one of the leading causes of divorce is like whatever finances, because like yeah. people can't you know when they can't afford the different things that they want in life, and then the priorities 
are different than like people fight about that and mm-hmm. then um and like her noticing that as a child and then feeling responsible and yeah. all that stuff and like mm-hmm. and then trying to empathize with the parents which is like something that children do but mm-hmm. they don't even realize that they're doing it right it's kind of yeah that was a really nice scene i like yeah that a lot. i really liked that moment uh there's another dream i don't know where this is but there's another dream sequence with lakeith where she like runs into him on the street and then again i didn't know if this was like her like telling out the truth but i get it was like if it was the first time it's revealed that she was the one who actually broke up with him right because in the beginning right in the she's beginning she's heartbroken feels, because of their breakup she's heartbroken because of their breakup and it, I, at least i thought he broke up with her yeah right? that's what i thought too and then we and then in this dream sequence he's like you broke up with me and you're like wait a minute what right yeah. and she she's says, like well you could have fought for it right yeah which is which is such a you know, kind of a crazy thing to say. But that's I, totally how I broke up with one guy. Yeah. And I was still super heartbroken oh, because he didn't, He it was like we agreed on, okay, you're going to stop doing this. And then he did it again. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, that's that's it. You just, that was you dumping me essentially because I was like, it's over then. And then he's like, okay, if you say so. So I'm the one that was initiated it. Gotcha. But it's also because of his actions. So it was right, kind of right. like. Was that, I, I couldn't tell if that, I, I actually still couldn't tell why they act, why she actually broke up with him. Right, neither could I. I thought he said it was oh. about commitment, but uh-huh. like it was too too much too fast or just constant arguing like you're not recognizing your your part in this and she's like right fine tell me what i did wrong and then he goes you're like this and she's like no I'm not so it just goes back into their argument pattern right. Right, before you can hear the details yeah well she kills her dream her subconscious kills him before he can really tell her explain yeah. right. that's which is which was like to me like just her again like the immaturity playing out was just right. like her not dealing with the the problems that she's facing in life and like projecting everything outward, which mm-hmm. I feel like is what we do when we're young. We notice everyone else's problems and it's hard for us to like really like go deep in, into ourselves and be like, well, there is a part of me that's also in play here. What yeah. I liked about that scene was that it happened right after she hooked up in a, in I think a fruitful way with Chris O'Dowd's character. Right. Yeah. So it was kind of like, oh, they're progressing. They're going to become a couple. And then boom, she has that dream where she's still holding on to yeah, her she's relationship. Still holding on to this. Yeah. I thought that was very realistic. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and then, I mean, the the next major plot point I know is the her going to Chris O'Dowd's. But am I skipping something? Uh, just that she. I mean, I think we've kind of already talked about this, but uh, just that she, the kid goes, the 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 girl who looks like her decides to go to Six Flags, mm-hmm. even though she gets the permission to do the retreat from the father. From the father, and that makes her, that makes Jessica mad. Uh, and she like is totally unfair to her. Like yells yeah, at her. She's very disappointed in the kid and tells uh, her the kid that. actually set hasn't even decided yet. She says, "I haven't decided yet. I'm just th- I'm like Six Flags. Like sounds really sounds fun. fun. Yeah. And then and then <laughs> she's because she's so mean to her, she's just like fine. Fun. I'll send you a picture from Six Flags and walks away. Yeah. Right. Because she has just as much spunk and edge as Jessica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't need to take this from you. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that scene is great. Yeah. Because Jessica's just like, you're like, she de- basically this is her like really unraveling. Yeah. You know. Yeah. She's lashing out at a child mm-hmm. um, who she's supposed to be like a mentor of. And so she's already feeling really unraveled by that. And then 
she goes over to Chris O'Dowd. I think for comfort, honestly. Yeah, it, de- it definitely feels like it's for comfort. Yeah, she's like, I got. Oh, right. she, what does she's she like have? A horrible day. Yeah, I've had. Yeah, yeah. I, she's like, I'm sorry I didn't stop by, but I just didn't want to talk. And he's just like, I wish you called. And when you when you hear that, you're like, yeah. oh, you're like, oh, he's hiding Manny something. Moore's in there. Yeah, he's not inviting her in. What's going on? Um, so his ex wife and he have hooked up. Yeah. Yes. And honestly, good for him. <laughs> but mm-hmm. good for him. Well, good for him for standing up for why he did it. Because yeah. he was just like, look, we were married. You know, yeah. you're just I, I did like boyfriend. that. I did like that. Yeah, I mean, 100%. And good for him in that way. I don't mm-hmm. mean anything. I'm like, yeah. But um, and, it, it is sad. I feel so, in this moment, I feel so bad. You what, know? for her? Yeah. Because she, mean... like, well, because, so I totally get where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. And she did sort of force herself into his apartment that that time. Mm-hmm. Like he was definitely like, I need to slow down. Mm-hmm. And that's she, true. She definitely that is true. Which is he, why I did say I need to slow down. Yeah. And she was like basically not taking no for an answer. Yeah. And that's part of why I feel like good for him for like still doing like acting on his impulse or whatever in that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel so bad because she obviously is so vulnerable and she's like, I have like, I have wine or whatever it is that she has. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. And like, <laughs> he doesn't mean to, he, he's not intentionally trying to be mean, right. but he says like, you know, he's when talking about the fact that he was married with, with, Many more. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, it wasn't just like some three month relationship where I was yeah. trying to decide if I loved a dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but burn. but then she's like, such a burn. Uh. And she's like, wow. So now my feelings don't matter. And it's so funny because there's a part of me that's like, that wasn't mean. And your feelings do matter. And then there's another part of me that's like, but this is why you're 25 and right. you don't get you it. You don't get because it. Because that, you, no, it's not the same. You're right. a three-month fling with a dude that you like are trying to decide if you loved or not because you feel bad that you broke up with him. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as like being married with someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. <laughs> it just feels the same to you because you've never you haven't had life experience <laughs> right, yet to know right. that it's not totally. different. I think I sided with him in that scene. But I'm yeah. glad they included that scene because yeah. otherwise you would he would have him apologize immediately and chase after her right? and, right. and her being self-righteous and win. And then it's like, well, that just, yeah. Perspective. And she needed to hear all of that too, because like there's, you know, she says to him that you're like, you're going to leave me or you're do you know, I've, I've ne- learned never to trust people, which we, which I, which we're supposed to sort of connect to her history with her parents, mm-hmm. even though that's, it's a little like, not a hundred percent said out loud. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then she, but that happens also right after this thing with this kid, which was insane. Like it was like you do not yell at a kid who you're supposed to be taking care of. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so I thought it was really good that that happened right there in that moment. Um, and uh, and so what? I guess this is the only part of the film that I I was somewhat confused, and maybe I wasn't paying enough attention, honestly. Mm-hmm. But what was her like? realization moment oh her turning point like what was the turning it wasn't just the conversation with the sarah Sarah jones sarah jones so she goes on the jessica james goes on the retreat the theater weekend Mm -hmm. and gets to meet her idol yeah sarah jones who's sad that great playwright in new york and performer i mean it's just legit so it's really cool i think that she was even in this um I don't remember whatever. Yeah, because what? Because like the kid wasn't remember she's like she's waiting the bus i think it is this right because she she goes there yeah, see Sarah Jones, and she's like, are, "Are you Sarah Jones?" And he's like, "Yes, hello." And like, 
I knew you were Sarah Jones. And then she just goes off, like, I love you so much. Like, I love yeah. when he plays. You do this. You do that. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And, like, and Sarah keeps trying to say something, and she's, like, not letting her speak. It's just, like, like oh, man. Like, this is, like, somebody who you, you know, you're a rabid fan of. And yeah. then you kind of just geek out seeing them. But you're not letting them be a person anymore. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of just the the idea, the idea. The, the idea of the, the person idol, in your yeah, head. Yeah, like that you've built up and like yeah. praised and worshipped so long. And she's just like, okay. <laughs> but she does ask her, when did you know you made it? And she's like, and I don't know. The, I'll let you know when I get there. Right. And that's the pivotal question. Maybe that's yeah. when she... I yeah, think that, because, it's supposed to be that moment. Well, but also, but also the next thing she says is like, you're doing it now. Mm-hmm. Like you are doing the thing right now. Right. You're doing it because you love it. Like, you're teaching the kids. You're doing the blah, blah, mm-hmm. And then I think in that, she goes, right. Oh, I wasn't good at my job. I wasn't good at the thing that I love literally moments ago when I yelled at this girl. Okay. For now. You know that, what I mean? Yeah, like, that makes sense. I think, like, in that, she goes, right. And then right after that, she goes, after they leave this retreat, she... The next scene is like it makes me feel like she left the retreat to talk to this to <laughs> this girl. to this girl because it's the very next scene where she goes to the girl's house and she's like I want to help you write your play and she also apologizes yeah and she, she apologizes. apologizes and I think I wonder if it's because it's so funny because it feels like such a it feels like such a small thing right I just want to break it I want to break it down a little bit okay yeah. because the question of how like when did you know you would make it she says that to Sarah like. And the idea of making it is something that I feel like artists talk about all the time. Like, mm-hmm. what does it even mean? What does it mean to make it? Like, when do you know you've made it? Like, how does it, does it actually change anything or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. what is making it considered, you know? And for me, like, the standard response of, like, what making it is has always just been, like, well, if I can pay my bills doing this thing, then I feel like I've made it. Mm-hmm. But I think people who have gotten to that point have been, like, but what if you're do it, paying your bills doing a thing that you don't actually love? Right. Even though it's somewhat in the industry that you're doing, but you don't actually love it. Is yeah. that making it? Or is it just doing the thing that you love? Right. Like just being able, just having the ability to do it, period, whether you're getting paid to do it or not. Right. Yeah. Like if you're loving it, isn't that making it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what Sarah was trying to say, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you're doing it now because, because she asked her, why do you do this? Why are you a playwright? She's, Honestly, just because I love doing, I love it. Yeah, she's like, so you've made it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to like, because there's something about that that feels mature, mature, and it, like, like she's like, oh, I'm an adult. I am an adult. Right. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. It's like she's been <laughs> waiting to be an adult, and then she realizes like you are an adult. Right. I'm doing it. I'm doing, you're it, doing right it now. now. And you have been like the beginning of like like we talked about the beginning of the movie. She is being super professional. She's really good at what she does. She's mm-hmm. good at getting these kids mm-hmm. to learn. And she can only be good at that if she is good at doing the things she's doing. Yeah. But she was seeking validation from so many other places. Her boyfriend, mm-hmm. these institutions that were denying her, her parents, like her family. Mm-hmm. And none of them were giving her the validation that she wanted. Yeah. And then I think in talking to Sarah, maybe she just realizes in that moment, like, but I get the validation from my work. Like I get it from Mm -hmm. these kids. Like I get it from what I I can get it from myself kind of. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, exactly. How about that? But not everybody who hears that wisdom accepts it. Sure. So that's cool that her character does. Right. And so she goes on this apology tour. Yeah. (laughs) 
apologizes to the kid. Yeah. Comes to write the plays. Comes clean to Chris O'Dowd. Or yeah. at least, I don't mean, comes right. clean. Acknowledge, they have a picnic bench. Yeah. And like she apologizes to him, too. Right. Says, yeah. I like that they both, at this point, they both want to apologize to each other. Yeah. Like, like Chris is like, oh, blah, I'm sorry. Yeah, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. And she's like, no. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. And then mm-hmm. he's like, never apologize or whatever. Uh, or, not then. He doesn't that say That was nice. Yeah. And then they, they have, have closure. They have closure and then they have the play. Yeah, I love that um, we were able to see the play. Like, it was really plays. great to see the one that's like, I'm not a mermaid. I'm, I'm a merman. <laughs> he takes off his wig. I thought that was great. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. Then we see her, the, what's that? What's the girl's name? We keep calling her the girl. Who don't looks, remember. I don't remember Chris O'Dowd's character. Is it Noel? It's Boone. It's oh, Boone. 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 Okay. Um, uh, here, I'll look it up, right? So, uh, no. so yeah, you get to see her oh, root shoot. on the kid, and, and you get to see the kid's parents while we're looking for the kid's name. Uh, the kid's parents... I'm never going to find it. Cause ...be they're... very proud of her, which is great. And yeah. then, surprise in the wings, is Jessica James' ex-boyfriend. Yeah, yeah and this is the s- only the second time we've seen him for real, right? Yeah. <laughs> which I think is great. Is it truly? Yeah, yeah no, it's, no, it's, it's only the second appearing. time we see him for real. We saw him in the beginning of the movie, and then she had like I these, forgot like, about that. Her subconscious was like playing out what would happen, yes, yeah. or what she wanted to happen, what yeah. she wanted him to say. And he's a way more direct, uh, outgoing person in her mind, right? Because uh, we see him here, and he's just like, hey. he seems like he's still into her. Yeah. Well, sure. you don't show up to children's plays if you're not still interested yeah. in your and, so and just said because he said why did you what she said why did you come he's like, i knew this was really important to you mm-hmm. which is like oh that's really sweet and also why did you come right <laughs> yeah you wouldn't otherwise um and she goes you're a great guy and he's like yeah i am you know <laughs> um, i know i mean he plays a very he's like thank you she's like we should like catch up get like tea sometime and he's like uh Call me and I'll be there. Like he says yeah. something like it sounds. It's like it was like really smooth. Honestly, everything yeah. he said, I was just like, "Damn, he's trying to win her back." Mm-hmm. But she was still able to kind of, you know, hear that and then be mature about it, but right. also be like, "I don't." We I'm moving on from you. Yeah. And right around this time, she oh go ahead. no go ahead. She gets good news mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from a play from a playhouse in UK. I guess the UK. Yeah, the Don the Donmar Warehouse. That asks her to put on one of her shows. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Just like really dope. Um, and a friend celebrates with her. And then that part I didn't find very realistic was that she, when she's flying to the UK, both her friend and her prize student get to attend with her because Chris O'Dowd's character paid for their first class seats right, or something. Right, miles. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. I mean, I mean it was, well, <laughs> it, was fu- it, was, it was like, oh, like he did that. And then... She says boyfriend, and he's like, he's like, he's not my boyfriend. He's like, just because you pay for some tickets doesn't make you my boyfriend. And I was like, yes, it does. <laughs> Hold up, wait a minute. Why like, would you accept? Are the you tickets? kidding me? Yeah. Like, no, don't, don't even think about it. But then there is this like fun. There's this fun fake out though because uh, Noel is sitting like 
a seat away from her. Yeah. So like it's like we don't maybe know. he's about to walk in on this yeah. and sit down in between them. But then it's the little, little girl. girl. <laughs> and I think that is so silly. That I thought, yeah, I just thought that was random. Her parents won't even let her go to a retreat, but let, they'll let yeah. her go to the UK. I mean, it was, just, it, was very, it was a little, well, but they their know, logic wasn't there. It was just like, cutesy. They like yeah, know her cute. now. Yeah, though. it was they a like, cute ending. They yeah. know her. I thought it was so funny that she didn't take him. That yeah. was so funny. Cool. Um, uh, okay. So uh, at this point, Jirai usually comes in and does a swirl. Thing is, though, movie there, had one. The movie, there is a swirl yeah. in the movie. It's Jessica Williams and Chris O'Dowd. They kiss and they he like goes down on her and we hear everything. What other swirl would... Uh, no, I fast forwarded that actually. You did too? <laughs> <laughs> and I kept... It took me three times and I'm like, how long is this sex scene? I don't want to see this sex scene. Like, it was very short. I don't like anybody's sex scenes but my own. But um, It was very short. <laughs> but my own. Um, I was like... No, for me, because I, I was like... If this gets too graphic, I'm gonna have to fast forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then like, it was. I don't need to see any naked. <laughs> but then person. it. But then there was nothing, so it was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, don't know. But what would what would Gerard do? How does he do a swirl? He would, he would make up one. He would make one up. But there's no. But there, we don't but, need to have. But one. he might have. He might do this like black girl magic thing where he oh, puts he himself in the sex scene. No, he would have done that. He would have done that because you um, know. I mean, Jessica is attractive. You know. Okay. We gotta she's say a it. Queen. I mean, she was looking good. You know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Are you doing this world? <laughs> Jessica right now? was looking good in that film. You know what I'm saying? Are you? All right. Okay. Right. I just did that to tease. James. Thank you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like. I was like. I don't know if James or Abby is more uncomfortable at this point. Well, oh, I'm. I'm fine with. It. I'm just picturing your eyes sitting here doing all that. Yeah. Uh, um, so there is plenty of swirl in the film. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait. So, but I just uh, real quick. Okay. Um, Charlize Theron and Will Smith returning for Hancock two. Yay! I liked Hancock. What okay. do you? Wait, yeah. Okay, when so, did this? When was that? Yeah, right, James the Third is on his phone. By the way, he's not just having a. <laughs> where did you see this? Psychic Here's the prediction. So it, this is on Cinema Blend. Okay. This is a Katie Rich article. Have you? Uh, this does not have a date on it. So this could be brand new. No. I think this is like a brand new article. Wait, no. So Google. it's on cin- www.cinemablend.com. Yes. It, it, I think this is like a the new... The URL might have the publishing date. Oh, you're right. Okay, hold on. Wait, let me look at that. News. Um, Slash 2017. No, it says it says Hancock 2, and then it says uh, 14718. So I don't oh, think that's a date, weird. right? No, no I don't no, think no, so. No, no, Unless that's it was from date. 2014. No, because then the 71 throws it off. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, Seven, I'm one, just eight, saying, oh. I think this could be like a genuine, like this is like a new thing. Um, or, or so I just think like what 14 is, but it was July 1st, 2008. Okay. No, there that, you go. No, that, mm, <laughs> that's too early mm, for This Hancock. film came out mm, in 2008. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, and that's the uh, only news of Hancock 2 there ever has no, been. No, 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 no. Because I have see, let this go on far too long. No, because like, look, his emotions. it's a picture of the, and then it says, it says. Does it reference her latest film, Atomic Blonde? Okay. Oh, well, let me see. I don't, what? This is way too long. <laughs> John's mad that you brought this it up. Say, I'm so mad. No, it doesn't say Atomic Blonde, but it also doesn't say <laughs> any other Devil's any, Advocate. Yeah, yeah, it also doesn't some other say old anything. Movie. <laughs> so you just brought some useless information. Does it say Pursuit of Happiness? It says, then you know oh, wait. Old. So talking to MTV recently, I'm going to click on that article. This is from, uh, okay, September 10th, 2009. All right. Okay. Great. Thank you. Great. Enough okay. of this. Wow, that was uh, a fun time machine yep. we just wow. got out of. <laughs> it's time for the cause we rate and review films not based on how much we like them or how well we think they were made yes we rate them based on the cause of more leading black actors in hollywood 
Like, so, does it further the cause? Does it further the cause? Mm-hmm. So, if we think it furthers the cause uh, fully, we give it a black fist. Mm-hmm. If we think it somewhat helps the cause, we give it a white palm. Yeah. <laughs> and if we think it uh, didn't really help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. Mm. Nothing. Uh, so, on the count of three, we're going to throw up our ratings mm-hmm. and then let the audience know. You guys ready? Yep. Yes. One, two, I'm sorry, you're going to do three to one or one to three? Three. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I three it black fists. Yeah. Uh, do you want to say why? Do, well, because um, I think because it stays in your memory. I mean, she carries the film okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every article has said that this is her defining role, which I was like, isn't it too early in her career to be the defining yeah, the role? Defining right. Role? But it is her most prominent film role yeah. to date. And she absolutely led that movie and it had, there was, it was great. And I think, uh, I just think there's, there's more to come. So we have like a, you know, a new rising black talent. Yeah. On it would be movie. hard to see a woman, a black woman of color lead a movie and not feel like it furthers the cause. Yeah, you know, unless it was just rife with really weird stereotypes unless that it was you felt you made you feel like yeah. you're going backwards. I have not seen Catwoman. I can't speak to it. <laughs> uh, but I didn't oh, love gosh. Monsters Ball. So, and that one was, you know, the Oscar winner. What so, a career Halle Berry has had. Yeah. Well, what a career White Hollywood has let her have. I guess you should yeah. say. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. She 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 held her own, and she. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, definitely. She like played the game. I. I Definitely think that the movie deserves a fist for for all those reasons that you guys are saying. But I, you know, like especially because like articles are saying like defining role or like you know how talking about how amazing she is in this. And I think about like er, early we've 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 seen a couple of people's first movies, um, uh, you know, and like and we'll talk about like oh are they are they like are they quite able to like do it or able to. To, to to carry something or be like and it was uh, you know we always wanted to see her she's in almost every single scene but like you know uh uh it's like we're thankful that like the only other person who is in scenes by themselves is chris o'dowd right like mm-hmm. it's like because we want to see more and more of her so i think that like that that is great also lakeith stanfield is, is so good in this i love the different times we see we see him and I think that because of that like more roles for Lakeith and like this sort this very prominent uh, starring role for Jessica I think it's like no 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 contest he is good in this however I never hated him as the ex so maybe he's too likable maybe uh, you're supposed yeah. to sympathize with him I don't know yeah. I think you kind of I think it, I think it was that you're supposed to at least understand why she was so attached to him yeah. right well then right. they nailed that part they never made him because we only see him for real twice <laughs> true right and then the the other times he's like so he's he's a he's a ghost figure he's or, just explanation yeah. he's yeah he's like explains a lot well anywho i agree with what you said yeah. uh, i had another thought oh it was about halle berry trying to find her kid in this latest kidnap film. Kidnapped. Oh yeah, I almost saw that before coming I'm, here. I'm, I was the only—I'm not the only person. I left the trailer when I went to see Girls Trip, that uh, thinking that looks good. But right. then my sister goes, "Halle Berry talking to herself the whole film." Pass. Uh, and I was like, "Oh, was she talking to herself?" Yeah, that's really <laughs> thought, funny. Yeah, yeah. 
I always picture her catching up that's to the really criminals funny. and then chewing them out and them them getting away. That's hilarious to think like think of the movie in that way. Like right. this movie is just Halle Berry talking to herself <laughs> <laughs> on the phone talking to hey, herself. It's a good but thing they let her do it yeah. though, because Tom Cruise, no, Tom Hanks has done it. Who else has done it? What mm-hmm. a movie talking to themselves talking like to a Castaway. Castaway. Yeah. Shoot, Tom well, Hanks I mean, has done it a few times. Hamlet, yeah. Kenneth Branagh. Um, Abby, thank you so much for yeah, and yeah. Us. So I think Halle Berry's movie looks good. Thank you for having me. Um, just so that I can't be like you know whatever. It's too late. Don't hate on Halle Berry. Stop hating on Halle Berry, y'all. All right, people. Um, Do but have, but uh, yay for Jessica James. Uh, Jessica yes, incredible Jessica James. Three Black Fists. Uh, would you like to plug anything? Yeah, you guys will will hang out on the day that this is released. It's a Tuesday, so we can enjoy me hosting a show, furthering the cause. I would say. I think so. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I think so. On True TV, True on TV. a great comedy advice show called "You Could Do Better," where we kind of walk you through adult topics that you think you know about, but you weren't really taught about. So we just kind of break them down. So this uh, week's episode will be on gender identity, which I think Ooh, is a great okay. you can do great icebreaker. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So yeah, so uh, check me out on uh, You Can Do Better on True TV or great. follow me on Twitter at Curly Comedy. Curly Comedy. And for our New York uh, peeps, uh, is Living Room Show still happening? Yeah, I produce a stand-up comedy show, features professional comedians every week, Fridays at 8 p.m. at Postmark Cafe. Boom. Uh, James, what you got? Uh, you can follow me, James Third Comedy, uh, James Third Comedy dot com. Third is three. There's RD. no need dot to com. do what you uh, And cow. if you are in New York on September 10th at 6 p.m., I'm doing my solo show, The Black Friend in a White Show. Again, it's back. You know what I mean? I'm just going to keep nice. doing it until someone tells me to stop. <laughs> but that's at 6 p.m. It's at the People's Improv Theater. I believe tickets are they're 5 or $7. I am not 100% sure on that yet. Um, you can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> You can follow me uh, at John Braylock uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And are there any? I can't. I don't know of any upcoming shows. Oh, do you ever feel the need to point out that your name does not have an H in it? Just for people. Oh, it's J-O-N. sometimes yeah. I have, and then sometimes I you just used to. It used to always. He used to always spell. I think it's helpful. J o n b r a y l o c k. Yeah, that's true. It is helpful. Well, until until the until the no H's take over. Um. Goodness gracious. I'm Abby, A-B-B-I, and a lot of people spell it with a Y, but not me. James, can you pull up our... If you rate and review us on iTunes, you can... uh, What do you want me to pull up? Our our, our reviews. On iTunes? (laughs) Yes. Uh, I don't have iTunes on my phone because I don't have a... I have a... Oh, oh, announcement. We're on Stitcher now. (laughs) Yo, what? Congrats. Mm -hmm. Stitcher and iTunes. That's right. We're on Stitcher for all these... For, tell your Android friends they can now listen to us on Stitcher, okay? Which I know, I mean, Mamadou has been going on this rant about how Androids are hated. They are. They Aren't they be- are selling hated. better than the, well, is the Galaxy an Android? Yeah. Uh, yes. That's selling better than the iPhone. Basically, right an Android Thank is anything you. that's not an iPhone, pretty much. <laughs> oh, right? Okay, great. Um, well, the good news is no matter what device someone has, they can Google it from within their device and probably be able to download it. 
sounds like. That is great. Uh, now, here we go. If you rate and review us on iTunes, if you give us five stars, we will read your reviews yep. on the air. Sweet. I'm about to do that. Do you see any new ones? Real quick. Some new ones. Look, there. I mean, see, this is great because there are so many. It takes me so long to scroll down all the way. Uh, <laughs> That's where they put the new ones at the bottom? Yeah, they put the new... I know, Weird. right? Isn't that... Yeah. Can there's you no way to it? change that? Yeah. Sort? I don't know. Sort by... I don't right, know. But here we go. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, okay. I, and then I sometimes forget about which ones that I read already. But I think I read you. the one that said so necessary. Possibly. Yeah. All right. Here's the... No, I know what it is. This one. Okay. This one... The title of the review is just Three Black Fists. Yes. Already great. By OKC Keita. K-E-T-A. Okay. Exploring the lack of diversity in media is certainly not new, but your take on Tyler Perry's boo (laughs) offered perspective I have never thought possible. You guys made me want to watch it. (laughs) All right. Okay. Uh, I love you guys. I love your guys' enthusiasm. Keep up the good work. P.S. Sometimes the swirl makes me uncomfortable, but I still wait for it to see where it's going. <laughs> That's awesome. I missed out on the swirl. Yeah. Uh, this one is called Thanks for Reviewing Pootie Tang <laughs> by Absolute at Large. Oh, this is going to be celebrating Bray uh, yeah. the whole time. It's an, un- it's an undervalued cult classic. I loved your man feminist perspectives. <laughs> you made me think about problematic gender stuff in the movie that had escaped me. Cool. Uh, Way to go, guys. All right. You ready for the last one? Last one. This is uh, Makes Me Wanna. Is that, that's a, is that an Usher reference? Yeah. Yeah, make me wanna. All right. This is by New to Me, one, two, three, four, five. Wow. They just made up a name to post this review. Yeah. I am so happy I took a minute to listen to this podcast. I am so glad. I am so going to do a black movie weekend. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Uh, but I'm going to need you all to do Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Okay. And I'm going to get you sucker with the living, with the in living color cast. Ah. Also, start doing some TV shows. I mean, listen up now. Yeah. We, we talked about this. We talked about what? doing TV all right. shows. Why don't you can't, TV a, show? Yo, we, we are a movie podcast. Yeah, movie okay. podcast. But, but, here, but on, the, on, the, on the down low. On the down low. Oh. We might start some sort of maybe like a Patreon kind of we thing might where we'd be reviewing TV stuff, okay? Be reviewing TV so stuff. So I know the being having a paywall is kind of like a little weird. Yeah. But like, hey man, but like you want some you more want beef, it. black men can't jump. You know, we got to get a yeah. little bit more money because we out here broke. You it's know I'm give broke. Take. All right, here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> to finish this review, <laughs> there is some good black schools in the past and currently that's a weird thing also start doing some tv shows there is some good black schools in the past and currently yeah it must be shows that must be not schools shows must be good black shows in the past and currently yes uh moesha my wife and kids blackish etc and also y'all notice how a lot of rappers have really crossed over to actors yeah i think we've noticed Uh, uh, we may have seen that uh i was thinking about (laughs) that when i watched barbershop three by the way because of y'all the other day keep up good work Barbershop 3 is pretty so good. Sweet. Yeah, that's a really nice... And thank you for like getting that account fresh. They added input like and that. everything. New to me. One, two, three, four, five. All right. So rate and review us. Five stars. Thank you, Abby. Thank we'll you. see you guys next week. We don't know what film we're doing. We do not know. We are bad at that. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>